Welcome to the Canna Playbook Podcast, where we bring cannapreneurs like yourself around the globe the latest strategies on growing your CBD and cannabis brand online. We also interview cannapreneurs like yourself to see how they are making waves in the space. If you are struggling to get traffic or just want to learn what's going on in the cannabis space, sit back, relax, and let's ease into today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Canna Playbook Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we have a very important topic. Myself and my partner, Kwame, we're going to be covering today in this uh, episode, in this audio. And, you know, if you are a CBD or cannabis business owner, then this is going to be a very important episode to really focus and tune into, right? Because, you know, as we all know, the CBD industry is poised to grow to $22 plus billion, and it's probably going to be more than that. Um, in the next several years. Uh, but one of the most important things that business owners such as yourself, companies turn to, uh, to navigate the online industry, to kind of get online distribution going, is they turn to a lot of these marketing agencies out there. And the one thing that we've experienced as we've spoken to over 200 plus CBD companies in the past year is the amount of misinformation that's being thrown out there uh, just by marketing agencies that are just trying to make a quick buck. And so, you know, what we want to do is, is kind of reveal what a fake agency is about and what, you know, a real agency that's really concerned about the one thing that only matters which in your business, which is distribution. Can you empty my warehouse out by selling my items online? That should be the first concern of an agency, whereas most people out there are just kind of talking about the jargon of marketing analytics and likes and how many followers you're gonna get and how many people are gonna come to your Facebook page or your Instagram followers. And these metrics, although important in some cases, um, you know, we can absolutely tell you that they're not what's gonna help move the product, right? So we wanna show you, we wanna kind of talk about how the industry works, you know, kind of what to look out for, um, you know, who to trust, uh, questions that you as a CBD business owner should be asking these companies, right? So whether you work with our agency uh, and you get on a call with us or you work with any other agency out there, there needs to be a mutual benefit for both parties. And, you know, that needs to be really discussed and, you know, you have to really be asking the right questions, right? So, you know, one of the biggest things that we talk about here that we're going to be diving into in this episode is is the agency that you're working with about performance, right? So it's not just about having a monthly retainer, paying this over and over and over again, um, and you're not really gonna see an ROI on that. And some of these monthly retainers guys are between five and $10,000 a month, which is fine. The stuff that these marketing agencies that are doing out there, it does take a lot of effort, it does take a lot of team, but they have to be able to start thinking after the first 30, 60 days, how can we turn this relationship into a performance-based situation because that is what exists out there right now. We know a couple of other partners out there that do deliver this. We deliver this to our clients, and so we want you to understand more about this. So, so we honestly feel the trust in the industry has been skewed. The trust in the industry has been broken, and if we're gonna make this an amazing industry, if we're gonna make this advantageous for you out there to build your company without having to fork over 50, 60 thousands of dollars that some people are charging out there, we really wanna uncover the truth 
on how to actually talk to a marketing agency and the questions and the things that are actually happening out there. So with that said, let's dive into this episode and let's help you uncover how to think, how to look at marketing online, how to get sales for your company when it comes to online distribution and the proper way of thinking about this topic. Let's go. Key thing that we want to talk about here today, Kwam, is uh, is just about reality, right? The reality of what's happening out there. <clears throat> a lot of people get stuck on a lot of numbers out there. Uh, right. they, they get stuck on that. I need to get this many followers on my account in order to be successful. I need to get this many likes on my page in order to be successful. Oh. Uh, and I think. We want uh, to demystify that situation a little bit today. We want to demystify uh, it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, you know, what we're looking at right here in front of us is, you know, we have people, we have over 100 companies on this hit list uh, that we made of Instagram, uh, not Instagram companies, but of CBD companies that have Instagram accounts that have website traffic and that also have revenue. So, you know, our research team is pretty good. They're able to give us this kind of data. And, you know, we, we use this data to really go after the people that really we need to really be talking to. And the one thing in the market, you know, when it comes to Instagram, and that's something that we have our sights on and we've been really kind of focused on that platform for a while, we have, you know, some insight that we would like to share today, right? And, you know, that core insight is mainly that you don't need, um, although everybody knows out there that 10,000 followers allows you that swipe up feature, that's great and dandy, but I just wanted to show you, we wanted to show you today some companies out there that are under 10,000 followers and kind and, of- and they're, still, and they're still doing numbers. And they're still doing numbers. Now look, let's, let's look at what we have here. So we got a couple of companies and I'm just gonna give you these names as a, as a freebie. Uh, we got Vertly. OM extracts, giving tree dispensary, right? And, um, and then we, they have about 7,700 followers to so about 9,000 followers, these several companies. They have about an average 59 to 100 likes, so nothing really surprising there. They have very low comments, nothing really happening. Engagement way under 1%, right? This is like yeah. half a percent. Um, this is their Facebook account. They got their LinkedIn pages, their monthly traffic to their website, 3,000, 9,000. So again, not a lot of traffic, but let's look at the revenue. That's the most important part that matters here. 4.5 million on a 7,000 follower account, 1.19 million on another, um, let's see how many followers, 7,000. And the last two that have actually more followers, 9,000 followers has about $400,000. <coughs> roughly right and these are verified estimates that we kind of got out there with our research team but just the main point is you don't need a lot of followers to make a lot of money you need distribution key key thing distribution because we live in a world and I, we, we were just having this conversation earlier where um everybody wants to sell you marketing services okay because Marketers have saturated advertisement, which has unfortunately taught a lot of people bad business tactics because nine times out of 10, you get on a call with an agency, they're trying to sell you marketing services. 
And if they exist online and you're trying to do anything online, most of them want to sell you marketing services, not what does your business need to actually produce cash flow. It's a, it's a big difference. Marketing services and cash flow. Now, a marketing service can produce cash flow if it's done right, right. but you have to understand what you're paying for. And we're making this, this, this video because, look, we, we, we've spoken over 200 companies this year. And one of the things that we realize is that a lot of people don't know what their next move is. A lot of people are being over, they're, they're consuming too much. And that is giving them decision uh, uh, paralysis. They don't know what decision to make. And if they do make the decision, prime example, if you have a business and you probably heard this pitch before, right? Okay. It takes 90 days to ramp up. The retainer is $5,000 a month, $8,000 a month, $10,000, $15,000 a month, 90 days with no real guarantee. Yeah. That is the truth with marketing services. There is no real guarantee with marketing services. Okay. What is the opposite? Well, leverage, right? right. How do you, how do you really build leverage in the marketplace in 60 days? What does that look like? Research. How do you position a firm that you have or the marketing department with the appropriate research to move in the right direction? Right. Thirdly distribution, right? If your product is sold, where is it sold at and how is it sold? So these are all the things that, you know, most marketing companies don't even equip themselves with, let alone equip their clients with. You see I what I'm saying? It, I call it digi stats, right? Digi stats are like, hey, I'll get you 10,000 plus followers. I'll get you 30,000 likes. And, you know, what they're selling you on is that the sheer mass of numbers, because, again, it is a numbers game. I'm not going to deny that. And then they're going to tell you on the fact that, okay, because of the <coughs> numbers, you're going to have distribution is going to happen like that. But the reality of the situation is distribution happens when you have a partner. Let's just take it offline. You have a partner that you know, like, and trust, right? There's a lot of people that want to consume a lot of things out there, but people like bigger companies will go to companies like, let's just say Best Buy, right? If you electronic company, you're going to go to Best Buy because they got great distribution, right? That's all, that's all Best Buy really is. It's a distribution center for electronic goods, right? Yep. And they're not going to go to Joe's Electronics because Joe's Electronics, maybe nobody knows about Joe's Electronics, right? So nobody knows Joe. Right. But even though Joe might say, hey, I'm marketing yeah. to 500,000 people in the town every single day, but people don't know, like, and trust Joe. So you're not going to distribute things through that entity, you're going to market things through a partner that has the know, like, and trust factor. And that's really so, all distribution is at the end of the day. Spit. That's it, man. So how do, how do you get the know, like, and trust factor? Like, how do we ethically, strategically, systematically, preeminently, right, develop, uh, you know, trust in the marketplace? Well, there's a couple different things you can do, but the first thing is strategic partnership. Right. That's the very first movement that needs to happen in the business arena in order for you to leverage the credibility of someone else um, in, in somebody else's audience. So how do you build that? Well, one, you need to have 
a list of people that actually are in your marketplace. It is really simple when you think about it, right? So you need a list of people that are in your market and you need a outreach campaign that can talk and start conversations around the right people. And, and you don't need to do it spammy. Don't email a hundred people and CC every single person you email in that one walk, right? Make it very personalized. Make it uh, customized per the individual because you'll stand out from a noisy crowd. So, you know, we use strategic leverage. That's the leverage point. So, you know, a lot of marketing, uh, it's a lot of testing. It's a lot of that. Okay, yeah. But we live in a world now where, listen, there's people that have your audience. There's people that have the influence that you want, right? And it makes more sense to go and build a relationship with the people before you give Mark your money, before you give Larry and Sergey your money, right? Go out and find the people that have your audience and work on building a relationship with the people that have your audience. That's the first things first. That's leverage. Secondly, where's your product being sold? Like when we look at these numbers and the reason that we want to debunk this myth because they don't really have much website traffic, but one company's doing 4.5 million and they have, you know, less traffic than a company that's doing 400K, right? So when you really look at that, what does that mean? Well, okay, that particular company may have wholesale distribution. May, they may have wholesalers. They may have retail distribution, right? They may have a network of affiliates that sells a product under white labeling, right? So, but regardless of the fact is, is the company doing 4.5 million has figured something out that the company doing 400K hasn't. And right. if you were to base this on a internet digital marketing level, then you would think the company doing 9K a month in clicks is doing more money than the company doing 3K. But right. we're showing you that that's not the truth. You could be doing 10,000, 100,000 clicks to your store and still not doing seven figures a year in revenue because you don't have one of the three things that we're talking about. Distribution, strategic leverage, and a preeminent product to, to serve to the marketplace. So, you know, it's, it's funny because we just got off a call with a client, potential client, and, he, you know, everybody's pitch is the same, right? If you're a marketing agency, um, everybody's pitch is the same. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to grow your account to a certain number of followers, and then we're going to have a feature to be able to send those followers, uh, you know, to a, to a landing page. We're going to get the traffic sent to a landing page, right? Um, none of the shit makes sense, man. And, and we're going to, it's going to come a time where you right. won't even be able to play in this game without the appropriate research and appropriate execution, you know? Yeah, you don't want to work with marketers. Unfortunately, I, I mean, even though I'm a marketer myself, yeah. So you want to work with a marketer that has a sales mindset, right? A marketer that has a sales mindset will get you because marketing will make you look good. But in order for you to actually do good and sell your product and sell your inventory, I would really say when you talk to somebody, whether it's our team or some other team out there, and there's some, there's a couple of good guys out there as well. So I'm not going to knock the whole industry, but what I'm saying is, make sure that they're asking you the right questions. Make sure that they're approaching you with your goals, you know, of moving your inventory first. Because when it doesn't come to distribution, if no one's asking you questions on how and when 
is this you know product in my warehouse going to be moved then they're doing a disservice to you they're just going to sell you on these fugazi numbers kind of you know how we look at it and you know trust me we've been there where there was a day on facebook where numbers really actually meant something but in today's market and especially especially in the cbd market the hemp market the cannabis market all that really matters was the same thing that mattered <laughs> online, which was distribution, right? That's all that matters. So online, the way that looks like, to just kind of sprinkle a little like, you know, color on the subject is by working with somebody that already has distribution and partnering with them and getting your product inside their, you know, click stream or their stories or their videos is probably going to be more advantageous than you trying to grow your situation from zero to hero, and you don't even really have any clout at the moment. So the fact yeah. that success is through partnership. Well said, Samit. Well said, man. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna we're moving into a time, guys, where you have to align your product with people, right? So I just read a great case study this morning about um, the brand. It's a makeup brand, but anyways, they're doing crowdsourcing product development meaning that they're reaching out to a network of influencers to to get insight from them on how they should develop the next line of product and they're actually giving them an incentive to be a part of that situation i thought that was brilliant because you know you got to talk to your tribe you have to talk to your people and see what they want if you're not talking to people then you really don't know what they want you're assuming that they want something but leverage and strategic leverage is, okay, and not only am I going to talk to the marketplace, but I'm going to talk to the marketplace with people that already have the attention of the marketplace. Now, we can go into the tactical things about sending pools to the audience and insights and joining group chats and survey data and messenger data. And all of those things are cool because they're tactics. They work, but they do not work with the, with, with the wrong mindset. If, they, if you're thinking of it from a pure promotional standpoint, before you even made your first sale, right, we get a lot of people who say, oh, I'm gonna, I, want, I want this messenger sequence flow to, you know, sell my product and convert and all that shit, right? And that's cool, but they can't tell me two or three things about their audience, about the market. Like, do you even know what they want? Do you, do you have any insight not from, you know, okay, Zuck, right, and Mark, Mark and, and Larry and, and Sergey, but do you have it from, let's just say, the influencer that has 300K followers that really has their finger on a pulse in the marketplace? Because they, they'll tell you exactly what they want, and then you can take it a step further and launch some surveys and see what they really want, right? And you've just equipped yourself with the weapons that none of your competition has because they're all playing the same game everybody's playing the same game we got a saying with our companies is that when everybody's going left we're going right when right. everybody's going right we're going left right do what um, other people are not doing that's the way to success right because you know a lot of people spend a lot of time in in the red ocean you know, in the red ocean, it's a, it's a competitive game in the red ocean. If you're trying to do what everybody's doing in the red ocean, you got to create your blue ocean. Um, and, you know, creating that blue ocean is, is as easy as getting more focused, 
getting an understanding of who you're trying to service and who you're trying to serve. And then just in today's market, aligning with those people. I mean, there's a 500 million people on Instagram to go tap into. There's millions of people on LinkedIn, Snapchat. Like you got to curate, you got to do the work. Media buyers, marketing companies have to do the work. Days where you can sit behind your computer, you know, put your feet up on your table, press a button and spend your client's money. And then all of a sudden money comes in for everybody. That was a pipe dream. I got to work for it. You got to work There's for it, guys. You got to be strategic. You got to be strategic. And if you're not strategic, you're wasting your time because you're not learning anything new. And you're wasting your client's time and money. And that's going to show once, you know, 90 days at least comes by. That's what people sell out there. Then you're not going to have a result. And then you've lost time at that point. So our message today is to not lose time to understand the reality of the numbers that are actually happening out there. And just know you don't need to have so many followers. I think uh, one of our Instagram, uh, uh, head of Instagram strategy, Eric, he mentioned to me in uh, a couple uh, a week ago that followers is not as important as people that you're following, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't really realize that, you know, I'm only following 65 people, 70 people. That's enough. That's absolutely not enough. You got to be following at least 500 to 800 people was the metric in order for the algorithm to take your page seriously and show your page to the right demographic, right? So these are key things that a lot of people don't look into, but it's important to know. Yeah, I think one of the things that we leverage a lot because we, we don't play the same game that the internet marketers are trying to play. Um, we leverage research. Research right. is a weapon for us. And it, it gives us so much insight and data that we can come out of the gate with the campaign and it's very strong. But listen, we took the time to do our homework. We took the time to study the marketplace. We took the time to know which campaigns, which creatives, you know, which producers, right, are creating the, the hottest shit in the game, right? Um, we're, we're taking the time to look at the details. And then when we plan our campaigns, it's with a high level of intent. Everything is well thought of. Everything is accounted for. And in addition to building our network, which is our secret sauce, um, you know, we, we're just, we're playing the game in a different way. Um, and, and we got to say, listen, if you don't evolve, and this is not even our saying, this is just basic evolution, this is Darwinian, right? right. If, if you don't evolve, you're going to die off. Right. You're going to die off. So you got to really look at yourself and, and say, <clears throat> you know, am I really playing the game at the highest level for me at this point? Right. right. Am I doing my due diligence? Am I doing my research? Am I understanding what's selling in the marketplace? Right. right. Am I understanding what's hot? Am I aligning myself with the right things? Am I leveraging other people's platforms? All of these are questions when you're starting a brand, especially in the hemp space. Um, it's so important to ask yourself those questions and, 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 and ask your company those questions because you may be thinking of it very one-dimensional. You may be thinking that one marketing campaign can produce you revenue. Well, listen, the, the, the reality is one marketing campaign can give you insight into what it takes to really produce revenue in online distribution game. One, two marketing campaigns will bring you closer 
to being profitable. The third market well, can one publishing partner can be built have yeah. hundred thousand because you have to understand publishing partners they have a ton of traffic if you're a website, right? And this is a really golden nugget we're about to drop here for, is, is that the realization that even though Instagram is hot, everything is hot out there. You just gotta know where the attention is, right? So websites have way more traffic than sometimes influencers do. Same conversion rate, about 1% to 2%, right? But the reality is, is that the owner of that website would probably help you position your item on their website if you made a back-end deal with them, right? And that's what we call a media buy, right? Media buys are strategic by nature. And, you know, on top of that, you have to really realize in today's market, when everything is on the internet, everything is transparent. Yeah. It's an element of story and distribution. So if you're not telling a story with your marketing, and that's really where marketers should be helping you to tell your brand story. Sure. And then yes. also then second is to get distribution on top of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, um, a lot of, I think I blame the guys who sold Facebook ad agency courses. Uh, those are, those are, those are guys I put because it's so micro thinking. It's so, yeah. okay. Like I want to do a Facebook ad agency. Yeah, that was a problem, right? But in the future, Facebook is going to make their platform so easy to advertise that yeah. a child is going to be able to do it, you know, with right. no advertising experience, right? And they're going to make it even easier for the content creators because the content creators is naturally, their ad is going to naturally perform better just because they're natural content creators. So you got to ask yourself, if you're going to evolve, you need to either align yourself with the platform, meaning that you need to probably be developing the technology, right? So you can own part of the game or you align yourself with the content creators who content assets is going to do better than let's just say a, agent, a marketing agency that, you know, claims that they do content creative because at the end of the day, to get attention in today's world takes a combination of a good product, a good creative and a good story. You know what I mean? Right, and right, right. you have to have all three. There's no shortcut in it. Right. It's easy to get your brand story. If, it, if there was a problem or, or something emotional that you experienced and you created a brand out of that, that's a story, right? Now it's how do you distribute that story with the people, with the people and the ad network, with the people who can resonate with it and share it with their audience. And then eventually the ad network, once you have the right data to go to the ad network, right? And and of course, you need a good product to back it because 80% of your business should be repeat customers. You should want to be breaking even on the first sale if possible and blow it up and even let your distributors keep the first sale because you know that 80% of the customers are going to come back and buy again. That's how you create a, a real sustainable product business. But at the end of the day, it all starts with the story and the distribution of that story. And there's many ways of doing it when you really look at the playing field. You know, there's a ton of attention out there. There's a ton of people out there. But if you're only going to think about it one dimensional, I only do Facebook ads. Well, that's cute, right? But all the real players are going to laugh at you because you can spend $15,000 on Facebook ads. And a, and a lot of times the client, they don't know because they're not in that marketing world. So they think that that's the right play. Well, Listen, we'll tell you that it's not the right play because first and foremost is the research confirming that Facebook is a good play. Is right. the research confirming that this type of content is a good play. So before you even make a play, you got to do your due diligence. You got to yeah. do your homework, you know, and, and, and a lot of marketers, are, 
they just want to go. So they don't realize that doing the homework is, is the reason why the campaign can be successful faster. So they go at it with this one dimensional thinking, Oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, launch this campaign, launch this creative. And listen, if the shit worked in 2018, the shit's not working now. And it's, and that trend is going to continue to go. 100%. I mean, people need to snap out of that reality. Yeah. 100%. Because it just doesn't work. And it's really unethical, if I may say, to sell someone a strategy that you yourself have not tested and it works. And if it was working and you tested it out on a client and it didn't work, which most people probably have, when you get your next client or before you get your next client, you should, you should spend some of your own money and just test something out because you know, we're always testing strategies out. We're always spending money on ads and we're always trying to think like, okay, is this the right play? We're always listening to podcasts. We're always getting the right information, getting around the right people, getting mentorship. These are the type of things that we want to always put ourselves through as marketers, right? Because it's our, fiduciary responsibility to provide the client the best strategy at the given time, right? And really the only way to learn stuff when you see those courses come out, the smart guys have probably done their homework. They know what's working. They see the play. So then you just need to model the play. You don't need to do any kind of genius situation. You just got to see what the top guys are doing that are moving stuff, (coughs) research, take the time, look at the numbers, I mean, we clearly showed you the numbers. If you're listening to this on our podcast, you may not be able to see the numbers, but if you're watching this on video, we just showed you people doing under 10,000 followers on Instagram are making millions of dollars in the hemp space. So clearly having 10,000 followers is no correlation. They're making a million dollars. It's not, it's not swipe up traffic. It's the fact that they've figured out their distribution. They figured out their channel that they can maximize. Instagram is a fucking, sh- it's a showcasing, it's a magazine outlet that if leveraged the right way can give you brand exposure and eventually sales, but it doesn't start off that way. You need to have a full scope view of your, of your, of your play, of your, of your game and your, your market. And then you systematically build your channels, you know, based off where you can create some leverage, where you can have some leverage. And I think that, you know, that's the difference between um, the boys and the men, you know, is, is that, you know, the, the guys that are serious, um, they, they can waive a high fee and just go on performance, um, you know. And if your shit doesn't work, you know, of course you don't want to do that. But you want to be building your model and your service around stuff that works. And if it doesn't work today, that you need to be building it to work for the future, you know? Right. And, and that's what we did. You know, our shit didn't work like it does now a year ago, but we kept building on it, expanding it, making it, tweaking it and perfecting it to a point now where we can engineer a result right. that satisfies our clients. And not only that, but it gives us leverage for other deals. So, yeah. 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 I mean, and yeah. satisfaction kind of comes from, I mean, a lot of guys out there are just trying to fill their pockets with money and they're like, how many clients do I need to sell to make this much money a month? And I think that's a really bad way to measure success is how much money you're making a month. It's how many clients have you served and how much have your clients made in a month and you'll eventually make the money, right? So the, the key thing here is you'll make the money that you want to make a month as long as your clients are getting results. Because if you're building your $100,000 a month business off of your clients that are paying you 
that are also yeah. not making a hundred thousand dollars a month or anything <coughs> close to that, really a hustle. And you got to really snap out of that and realize that your clients are the people that pay you. So you have yeah. to figure out the best strategies to be preeminent. And it's yeah. your fiduciary responsibility to provide the best strategies because your clients don't know marketing. So you can't school them into some complicated conversation and hope that you're going to get money coming in and get the business because you, you outschooled your uh, client on a phone call. You got to talk the same language as they do, right? When we get on a phone call, we're not talking about the, the, the pixel or the best stuff on marketing. We start the conversation as how many units do you have in your warehouse? How many do you need to move? That's where you need to start the conversation. Cause that's really what they on their focus is they just spent money on inventory, especially in the hemp space, you spend, I, I know clients that have thousands of units in their warehouse and before mm -hmm. they order the next thousand or the next 3000 or the next 500, they want to move what's already in the warehouse mm -hmm. so that they know that there's some longevity in the game. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's real, man. I think that, um, you know, the, the agency of tomorrow is one that can uh, sell their pro their, the client's product in under 30 days, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, at the end of the day, because a lot of people have been burned and you, and you got this saturation of underqualified, you know, marketers that are realistically just newbies that have no understanding of the other variables that goes into a marketing campaign. They don't understand design. They don't understand distribution. They don't understand timing, coordination, right. You know what I mean? They don't understand the total play. They only understand what the guru taught them. And the guru only right. taught them what the guru knew because the guru is not a real player himself. The right. guru is just telling you some shit that right. he knows he can sell because he can make some money because he may right. have a platform. So, right, right. you know, it's it's time for people to smarten up. And I think that's one of the things we're trying to do with our mission is, is smarten people up about marketing and, and just what's going on in today's world. Um, you know, and, and hopefully you guys take this information, take what's applicable to your business as of today and build the business for the future, not a business that's going to be a dinosaur in six months, you know? Yep. Yep. Play it for longevity guys and ask them, yeah. ask the hard questions on these marketing phone calls that you guys are taking, you know, to really find the right partner. Because, yeah. you know, if it's, if, if you don't ask the hard questions, 90 days later, you're going to be sweating it and it's just, it's not going to be a good situation for you. 90 days later, you're going to be trying to find another client because that one's going to quit. Right. Right. And that, if your retention rate is only 90 days and you're not making any real money in the game. Right. You know, right. That's just the reality of it. Right. Exactly. So with that said, guys, we really appreciate you tuning in today. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, if you listen to this on Friday, have a wonderful weekend. If you listen to this later on in the week, we hope you're having a great week. But, you know, with that said, the numbers don't lie, but the numbers are not as important as the strategy that people are deploying to you. That's what I would just say in my last message. So thanks, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you really enjoyed it and you found it quite informative. If you are a CBD or a cannabis entrepreneur and you are looking to dive into this industry or looking to find out how you can get more sales for your business online or to even just start out in this industry and understand the systems and the things that you need to build to be successful, definitely book a call with us. Talk to us. We are here to help you out. Just go to www.canaplaybook.com 
forward slash connect. Again, that address is www.canaplaybook.com forward slash connect. We hold these strategy calls to help you figure out and navigate the space. So we look forward to speaking with you. And if you loved or liked this episode, leave us a review, leave us some love. We love you guys. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you found this episode helpful. And if we can help you or your business in any way, 
We encourage you to book a free strategy call with our agency, Hemp Brand Builder, and we can actually break down your business and see how you can take advantage or how you're taking advantage of audience building today. And if you're looking to join a great community of canapreneurs like yourself, don't forget to check out our Facebook group. The links are in the description. Until next time, guys, keep building and growing and keep spreading that good medicine.